Things don't always go according to plan. We want something, and we can't have it. We try to avoid something, and it comes our way anyway. Life can be frustrating, but there are ways to make it better. Thankfully, a lot of those ways are fully under our control. Hi, this is Good Fortune, and I'm your host, Matt Van Nata. Today's questions. Why Good Fortune, and what's with that raven? Stoke Podcast? Well, what's that even mean? And finally, I want a boisterous crowd to shut up and go away. How can Stoicism help me with this? Alright, let's get started. So this is it, episode one of a new Stoic podcast. Once again, I'm Matt Van Natta, and I started blogging at immoderatestoic.com in 2010, not too long after I started practicing Stoicism in earnest. Since then, my writing's been featured in a variety of places, including the websites of Stoicism Today and the Spiritual Naturalist Society. Stoicism Today also included me in their book of selected writings. Additionally, I'm a co-host of the Stoic podcast, Painted Porch. I'm also a husband, a father, and a newly minted Oregonian. Just got my driver's license this week. So why title this project Good Fortune? It comes from a favorite Stoic quote. The Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius was a practicing Stoic. He kept a personal journal about that journey, and it stayed with us to this very day. You usually find it titled Meditations. In the Meditations, Aurelius says, Misfortune, born nobly, is good fortune. To Stoics, there isn't really any bad or good fortune in the world. What happens is simply what happened. It's our personal judgments about events that make things appear good or bad. Aurelius wanted to stop judging events and instead judge his own response to those events. Would he shut down at the first sign of an obstacle? Or adapt and press on? Would he waste his life fearing events that were out of his control, or focus on living with excellence no matter what came his way? Misfortune, born nobly, is good fortune. It's a short phrase, but it illustrates an important facet of the Stoic view of life. I picked the title Good Fortune because this podcast will be focused on understanding and applying the Stoic orientation to life so that each of us can learn to live in a state of constant good fortune. I promised I'd explain the raven as well. The raven is there because ravens are often considered ill omens. The ancient Stoics believed in omens and divination. There are a variety of reasons they took this view. Too many to go into right now. Let's just accept that the Stoics believed that certain signs could lead us to knowledge of what was to come. In the Enchiridion, chapter 18, omens and ravens are specifically addressed. Uh, I guess I should say that the Enchiridion is a handbook composed of notes from the Stoic teacher Epictetus's lectures. Anyway, chapter 18 ends saying, quote, But for me, every portent is favorable, if I so wish. For whatever the outcome be, it's within my power to derive benefit from it. End quote. So omens were neither good nor bad. They were just road signs for life. No matter the signs... How we travel the road remains up to us. Now, let me be clear. I don't believe in divination, and I'm not going to be reading the stars on this podcast. I enjoy the sentiment expressed in the chapter, even though I don't make my decisions based on what birds do or do not do in my presence. Okay, enough about all that. What sort of Stoic podcast is this? Well, I won't be doing interviews. 
If you want those, listen to Painted Porch over at paintedporch.org. I'm also going to avoid delving too deeply into the nooks and crannies of Stoic philosophy. I find all aspects of the philosophy, modern and ancient, interesting, but I don't necessarily want to uh, do the Stoic equivalent of arguing over how many angels could dance on the head of a pin. Of course, there will be explanations of Stoic thinking, and at times some technical points will most likely be made, but good fortune is meant to be about practical, actionable Stoicism. My ideal is that every episode clearly elaborates on the Stoic view of the world. How do we view insults? What's the proper reaction to a traffic jam? Should I be politically active? I want to uncover the Stoic view, or views, of everyday events, and follow up with practices that can help us adopt and maintain that Stoic outlook. Now, an offshoot of the what sort of Stoic podcast question is what sort of Stoicism is going to be presented. Well, my goal is to be accessible to anyone with an interest in Stoicism. In fact, you might just be interested in general self-help, life-hacking sort of stuff. I'll always be speaking about Stoicism and doing so as a practicing Stoic, uh, but all ears are welcome. And your voice is welcome, too. Uh, Please go to moderatestoic.com, as well as my Twitter and Facebook page, if you'd like to converse with me. So, uh, what kind of Stoicism will be presented here? Well, I have a favorite description of Stoicism that was penned by the Roman Stoic Seneca. Quilled, actually. Quote, No school has more goodness and gentleness. None has more love for human beings, nor more attention to the common good. The goal which it assigns to us is to be useful, to help others, and to take care not only of ourselves, but of everyone in general, and of each one in particular. End quote. Stoicism properly practiced lifts people up and draws them closer together. That's the Stoicism I hope to understand better and practice daily, and that's the Stoicism I'll be presenting here. I also want to keep things short, so I think I've said enough about what good fortune is meant to be. Let's move on to that final question. I want a boisterous crowd to shut up and go away. How can Stoicism help me with this? Ah, the crowd. How often you have annoyed me. Some of you might be blessed with a natural love of humanity at its loudest and most tightly packed. The rest of you might have shared my dismay when surrounded by an unexpected throng of revelers. Well, I am pleased to report that Stoicism offers a solution. However, like most Stoic solutions, it involves a change not in others, but within ourselves. Here's another quote from Epictetus. When you're alone, you should call this condition tranquility and freedom and think of yourself like the gods. And when you're with many, you shouldn't call it a crowd, or trouble, or uneasiness, but festival, and company, and contentedly accept it. So you can see what Epictetus did there. Basically, he switched out some words. It's not just wordplay. He's reframing the situation from a random crowd to a festival. Now, I've written about this quote a lot. Actually, I even made a video about this same lesson. Uh, The festival mindset is an idea that's very important to me because I've been very anxious in my life, especially in social situations. And I found this one word, festival, to be supremely important in overcoming a lot of that anxiety. Don't think that Epictetus is just talking about wordplay. Within that word, festival, is an entire mindset that, if embraced, really does 
make being with other people easier. Because we've all been to a festival that we've wanted to go to. Um, A party, a concert, somewhere where we were among our people, we were doing what we wanted to do, and it was fun. And the fact is, when you're at those sort of events, we tend to give a lot of grace to the people around us. The loudness doesn't seem as loud, or at least as annoying. Uh, The uh, jostling is just taken in stride. Whatever it is that's going on, if it's in the spirit of the festival, great. The problem, of course, is when we're someplace that we don't necessarily want to be, or weren't expecting to be. I'll tell you that uh, I don't watch a lot of American football. I never have. And because of that, it's so far removed from my thinking process that it never dawns on me that I might go out at night to a place that could show a football game and will therefore be crowded and loud. Now, that's all on me. It's not hard to know what night football is happening. And it's not hard to know which of the places I visit have multiple televisions. But that doesn't change the fact that it's pretty easy to be annoyed by other people when they're interrupting whatever it is that you want to do. That's where a festival comes in. I have, for the past couple of years, made it a point to rather consistently say festival, the actual word, to myself whenever I'm out in a crowd. I have a story I've used to illustrate this in the past. For whatever reason, I have a habit of wanting to read at bars, which is a little weird. I mean, I just want the cocktail and a nice book, but uh, it can be odd to be sitting at a uh, bar stool where everybody else is having fun and uh, flipping through a book. But whatever, I'm used to being considered weird, so I've let this go. I've given up worrying about what other people think about that. But still, I'm going to a loud place trying to do something that is inherently quiet. I went to a bar with a book in hand and sat down, ordered my cocktail, and couldn't help but notice that there was a particularly loud party going on behind me. It didn't annoy me. Uh, As I said, I've gotten pretty good at uh, putting myself in the right mindset before going out. But it was very loud and distracting. So much so that the bartender walked up to everybody and started telling them a little bit about that group. And uh, when he came around to me, he said, Hey buddy, just so you know, the table behind you is part of an engagement party. Now, I was already in a good mood, but that context was important. Made people seem less obnoxious that they were celebrating an engagement than if they were just really drunk and really loud. Now, this particular thing stuck in my head because uh, a few minutes later, a couple sat down next to me, and they were obviously distracted by the group behind us. The guy would turn and stare people down, and then the girl would turn and stare at people, And then they'd sort of whisper to each other, they're obviously annoyed. When a uh, natural pause in their conversation came up, I turned to them and said, hey, just so you know, that's an engagement party back there. And they said, oh, that's cool. And the entire rest of the night, it was obvious that they were no longer annoyed by the group. This is what Epictetus wants us to do in all situations. Decide we're at a big party and that everybody around us is our company, and then contentedly accept it. There's another standard Stoic quote, um, also from Epictetus. I guess we're sticking with him today. Quote, It is impossible that happiness and yearning for what is not present should ever be united. End quote. 
if you want it to be quiet when it isn't. You're just not going to be content. And that's unfortunate because it's possible, at least in most situations, to change your mind about what you want. So one last time. When you're alone, you should call this condition tranquility and freedom and think of yourself like the gods. And when you're with many, you shouldn't call it a crowd or trouble or uneasiness, but festival and company and contentedly accept it. Okay, so that's episode one of Good Fortune. In future episodes, instead of just throwing one last point out at you, the entire podcast will be about the mindset that goes behind the practice, and then probably a more expanded practice than this particular simple quote. But hey, I had a lot to pack into the first episode. Obviously, you've already found Good Fortune somewhere, perhaps through iTunes or through my website, immoderatestoic.com. In any case, if you want to keep up on the action, feel free to follow me on my website, through iTunes, through the Immoderate Stoic Facebook page, at Good Fortune Cast on Twitter, Good Fortune's Taken. So, Good Fortune Cast, C-A-S-T. And, of course, you can always also listen to Painted Porch on paintedporch.org. It's a fine Stoic podcast, if I do say so myself. Shout out to Triad and their album, Public Domain, or that provided the song that I took a sample from. And finally, always remember, misfortune born nobly is good fortune, and therefore I wish you all good fortune until next time.